Welcome to Gay Expectations. We've been expecting you. I'm Nicole Keeping. And I'm Diana BTs. Today on the podcast, we talked about what we got up to this weekend, the queer history of The Little Mermaid, our sexual awakenings, some high school drama, and we discussed some red flags in dating. Welcome to Gay Expectations. I am one of your hosts, hosts, Diana BTs. <laughs> and I am the other one of the hosts, <laughs> Nicole Keeping. How are you all doing? Oh, I'm super good. I know you're going through it. You going through it. Yeah, let's let's get into it right off the bat. Should we should we should we just start with it? The controversy. The controversy. The controversy. And you know what controversy I'm talking about? Oh, I think I know. Wendy's. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know. It was all a prank. <laughs> so, um, anybody who's following me on Instagram knows that I very bravely denounced Wendy's as the worst fast food restaurant in the entire world. And I assumed that most people would be on my side. And you assumed and wrong. Let me tell you the hatred I received. <laughs> I put a poll out saying yay or nay Wendy's. It was 66% yay, 33% nay. I mean, that's still not that bad, but most people do at least like it a little bit. Yeah, that's what I found out. <laughs> and it just, it really hurt my soul because I have been just on the hating Wendy's train for months and months and months. Why? Why do you, what was, what, what made this all come about? So my partner really likes Wendy's and like we eat fast food a lot. And both places we live together, there's been, um, like, a Wendy's very close to us. And it's just the easiest, quickest place to get food. Mm -hmm. And over and over and over again, we just be like, okay, I guess we'll go to Wendy's. And 95% of the time, I am just, when I finish my meal, I'm like, that was garbage. <laughs> I feel ill. I feel <laughs> sick. And then you, like, this is, this is a bit much, but I, like, burp. And then it tastes like my meal, and it stays for, oh, it stays for hours. I can't do it. Keep going. So, yes, uh, apparently most of the world, based on my small sample size, loves Wendy's. And I find that shocking and appalling. I don't know if I love Wendy's, but, like, I think their chicken sandwiches are better than the McDonald's ones because they're, like, actually real chicken. You okay. know, like, you can actually see that it is meat. Stringy? When, when, yeah, stringy, mm -hmm. exactly. Yeah. And it's got a nice, crisp outside where I feel like a McChicken is just like always a little bit soggy and it's just like mush. So for chicken sandwiches, Wendy's is probably my go-to. Um, I've never had a Wendy's burger, so I can't say anything about the burgers, which is I feel like what they have more of. Yeah. But all the pictures just never looked that appealing to me. Mm -hmm. So I was like, oh, I think I'm okay. Um, I feel like the worst... I feel like Harvey's is probably not great. I think we can agree there. Yeah. <laughs> because you get the illusion of like customization and it's like, oh, Subway, but for a burger. <laughs> is but that the, what it is? I don't well, even know. You, uh, sorry, well, go ahead. I don't even know the last time I've maybe even been to our, I think I may have been there once, but I have no actual memory of it. You, it's like you order your burger and then they put the toppings on in front of you. Wait, <gasps> oh. Don't get excited. Remember, it's <laughs> <Right>. not good. <laughs> and have you ever been to an Arby's? Not in years and years and years. It's bizarre. I, uh, yeah? It's a weird place. I think there's only one in Nova Scotia. Okay. 
It's like the strangest food ever. It's like roast beef sandwiches or something. Not that is but not it's it fast for me. food. Mm-hmm. <laughs> fast food roast beef is definitely a choice. Yeah, I think if you're gonna get fast food, make it make it garbage. <laughs> you know, I I feel like I go through these phases with McDonald's mm-hmm. where I'm like, I crave it all the time, or it'll make me sick just to smell it. Mm-hmm. And I, it's so hard. I feel like the times when my mental health is failing me, I'm like, give me a quarter pounder right now. <laughs> give me a hot fudge sundae. I need it. I'm the exact same way. Um, the second that I am inconvenienced or I am stressed, <laughs> my body is like, you need a Big Mac right now. Oh, a Big Mac. And unfortunately, Big Macs are disgusting 90% of the time. But that 10%, glorious it like heals me what makes them gross sometimes uh i don't i couldn't tell you but just so, <laughs> like sometimes they get the vibe the vibe <laughs> yes very it's the vibe and then also like the proportions of the ingredients oh. like you need to have the perfect amount of sauce perfect amount of pickles the lettuce the lettuce might just look like a placeholder but it is very it's very important to the formulation of a big mac mm, okay as, as a big mac connoisseur <laughs> The Big Mac artiste. Oh, so right now... Oh, never mind. It looked like my cat was about to just wreck Diana for a second there. Oh, it looks like now he's taking a different angle. So the sweet little puppy. If you hear anything, don't, don't be alarmed. It's a perfect little cat. <laughs> he's so good. He is. Have I ever told you how he came into my life? No, tell me. So I didn't ever want a cat. Mm-hmm. I was raised with dogs. Um, I never. It's not like I disliked cats. I just did not like them as much as Mm -hmm. I like dogs. Um, So when I moved out of residence, after my first year of university, I was moving in with, um, who's like probably still one of my best friends, uh, Dean, his boyfriend at the time, Ellis, and then a third roommate named Mitchell. Um, So Ellis was like, I need a cat. Like, I have to have a cat. Like, that's just who I am. Mm -hmm. I've always lived with cats. I'm getting a cat. And I was like... Um, do you have to get a cat? I don't really think I vibe with cats. They're mm-hmm. gonna pee in my shoes and eat all my plants because all the people who I knew who had cats, like that's what they how they described it being to mm-hmm. me. So I was like, why would you want an animal that pees in your shoes? That sounds like a bad pet. <laughs> well, when you put it that way, <laughs> yeah. I think they just had bad cats. Yeah. So then he gets Martin like a couple days after we move into this place, mm-hmm. and um, him and Martin and I guess Dean the first night had a bit of an um an issue because Dean was like kind of messing with him a little bit like mm-hmm. ha ha little cat but Martin was very stressed out because he just moved right so he's in a brand new place with people he didn't know and he swatted at Dean's face mm-hmm. and gave him a little nick oh. on his eyebrow and Dean was like well he's not sleeping in here tonight mm-hmm. um and Mitchell was like he's not sleeping in my room tonight so poor Martin was just like crying in the hallway just sobbing so I was like okay fine and I let him in to my room and he like came up and tried to sleep on my chest I was like ew no get off me (laughs) I just couldn't breathe I hated it I hated that he's never really tried to do that again Mm -hmm. since uh, which I'm kind of happy about like he's definitely more snuggly now than he was before but yeah that first night he came and slept in my room and then you know he would always he would always sleep in my room after that um, when I was home, he'd be snuggling with me on my bed, um, but it was great because he technically wasn't my cat, so I wasn't paying for any, you know, litter mm-hmm. or food or that stuff. Oh, excuse me. And then eventually, 
Ellis was like, hey, it feels like Martin is your cat. Do you, can, do you want Martin to be your cat and then I'll get a different cat? And I said, yes, I do want him to have, I would like that very much. He, Martin chose me. I didn't even understand yes. him. And then Dean and Alice broke up not much longer after mm-hmm. that, so it's a good thing we had that conversation when we did, or else I might have lost him. Oh, baby boy. <laughs> he's um, been my emotional support puss ever since. Yes. And he's gotten two bachelor's degrees. Oh, <laughs> what's his job? Uh, he's an architect. No, I'm just kidding. He's a, a freelance singer and artist. and theater Theater boy. <laughs> since uh, Emma and I say that he has the same degrees as us mm-hmm. because like the last year and a half of our degrees were online mm-hmm. uh, so, so he was in the room so he was always there right mm-hmm. he, he audited <laughs> <laughs> he audited <laughs> our courses which was very nice of him ah, I'm just going to turn that down a little bit oh maybe that was too much I did that out later <laughs> um, so yeah that's the story of how I met Sweet Martin, and now he's almost eight, and I think he eight. was one or two when he came into my life, uh-huh. which is just, like, so crazy mm-hmm. to see time passing through how old he is. I feel yeah. like I can't, I can't grasp how long I've lived here, other than how old Martin is getting. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? It does, yeah. So <laughs> It's like, seasons of love, and how do you measure Oh my god, a year? this is a <laughs> I haven't seen Rent. Oh, I haven't oh even God. listened to it. A degree in music. I know, right? <laughs> Literally a, a, a bachelor's degree of music, specifically voice performance, mm-hmm. and I've never listened to all of Rent. Like, I know that song, because everyone knows that song, mm-hmm. but I could not tell you the plot. I assume they're renting. Gay shit. <laughs> Gay shit, not paying rent. Oh, they're the not life. paying rent. No. They're, Shouldn't it be called not paying They're being rent evicted, baby. Oh, that's too real. Mm-hmm. Okay, let me tell you some more about rent. <laughs> I'm not going to give any spoilers, but this guy who used to be friends with two of the main characters went before he was rich. He let them rent in his little area, and then now that he's rich, he's trying to rent evict them so he can make a big studio. Ugh. And we're not going to pay rent. Rent, 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 rent. (laughs) Enough. (laughs) So when you're talking about controversies, and then you sneakily brought up Wendy's, (laughs) I thought you were going to talk about the recent drama that's been happening on Facebook. Yes. If you want to talk about that a little bit, Mm -hmm. let the people, let the children know. Sure. Yeah, so there is a wonderful event coming up on March 11th. And it is face painting and story time led by two wonderful drag queens here in Halifax. And unfortunately, it has attracted a lot of hate from bigots. A lot of hate. What else do bigots do, you know? (laughs) When do they ever attract love? Never. (laughs) So um, I, I have this little project called the Halifax Queer Solidarity Project, which aims to combat, um, anti-2S, LGBTQ plus uh, hate. So I, for the first time, had to use this little project, and I emailed out to the 200 or so people, and I said, go send some love over on Facebook. And that really, it it was wonderful to see how much love there was, Mm -hmm. but it really spurred the haters as well. It made, there was like probably six or seven 
really prominent haters that were commenting on every single post. Yeah, I saw that there was someone, because I got the email from you, and mm -hmm. I was like, oh, email from Josh. Who's Josh? <laughs> <laughs> and then I, saw, I was like, oh, no, the first time that this has ever had to be used. Yeah. Oh, God. And then I went and immediately commented, and I was like, oh, I wish I could see this, but mm -hmm. I'm out of town. And then I saw someone laugh reacted to it. And they also laugh reacted to, like, every other comment that was supporting them. Mm -hmm. And then I looked at his profile, and he was ugly. <laughs> I think I know exactly who you're talking about. <laughs> he had, like, edited pictures of himself on, like, movie character faces. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Iconic. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know that he's a real looker when his picture's Darth Vader. <laughs> I picked the same person. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine having nothing better to do. What yeah. kind of a loser is <laughs> like, I better go laugh react to all of these comments. Oh, that'll show those snowflakes. <laughs> and like, again, I want the like takeaway from this whole thing to be that we had so much support mm -hmm. and that there was like, I would say probably a hundred different people commenting positive things. I have a bunch of friends who have children and they were all commenting me like, I can't wait to take my child to this event, which just like brought tears to my eyes. Um, but the, unfortunately, the person who seemed to be leading the charge of the hate is a queer person. Yes. Um, person. Like pro JK Rowling, pro LGB. Yeah. Which like, oh, which saying pro lgb is excluding trans people yeah um it's you're not pro anything you are anti-trans yeah exactly. and it's just disgusting to see um i've heard from other people that message me that this person is a problem for them as well i'm not going to say where they work but they say that they they have to deal with this specific person all the time calling them a chronic bigot yeah i don't understand queer people like that at all because it's like they want to be they're pick mm -hmm. that just want to be special. But it's like, you know, the people who like gave you these ideas and this rhetoric, they don't care about you either. Mm -hmm. Like they would just as well get rid of you too, not mm -hmm. just trans people. Yeah. Like they would rather you not marry someone of the same sex. Mm -hmm. Like that's just how it is. Yeah. So it's like they they're like, Oh, I'm like a special gay. They wouldn't they would never hurt me. It's like, no, they they would. Mm -hmm. They would. They would, yes. Like they absolutely would. They're not down for you. <laughs> no. No. So like I don't understand why people would even ever fight against their own interests like that. I don't know. I don't understand I don't understand the psychology behind it. I don't understand the motivation behind trying to lift yourself up by putting down people in your own community. Yeah. Like What's going on? I don't know. I could not tell you. I've agonized over this for a couple days now, but this one specific person, and I, I don't I don't know. It's so frustrating. It is. It's so frustrating. It like it just sets back so much of the work that so many people have done, mm -hmm. and I feel like a lot of it is like just because drag and um, I guess the idea of being trans is just more known about now you mm -hmm. know i feel like before with trans people like people probably didn't even know they existed yeah definitely so now it's like oh there are people who are trans oh god yeah and probably a lot of people who are also maybe closeted mm -hmm. or like haven't really come to terms with their own sexuality or like their own gender identity mm -hmm. i feel like it's only people who are uncomfortable ever react like this no one who's confident and comfortable mm -hmm. in their own skin would ever go out of their way, you know, to try to make someone else feel bad. Yeah, I think it just comes from a place of hurt. Yeah. A place of 
I guess, survival instinct of like, I, I don't know. I, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't have a single coherent thought about this because my brain just turns into like the Charlie Brown frustration Mark their heads above their head. You know what I mean? The like squiggles. That's what my brain turns into. I was like, when you said Charlie Brown at first, I thought Charlie and the Chocolate Factory for some reason. And I was like, the like the glass elevator. Like, what are you talking about? I don't know where my brain just went. It just makes me feel like an Oompa Loompa. I just start singing songs. I turn orange, or not in the new movie. I guess. Have you seen the new one? The second, like, the Johnny Depp one? Yep. Are they not orange? They're not orange in that one. He's just, like, a normal flesh-colored person. Doombaloombas? <laughs> yes. It's just, like, the one guy. Remember and they, like, oh, made, yeah. it, like, a hundred of the same person? So it's, like, yeah. one dude doing all of the Oompa acting. Yeah, I guess you're right. But in my mind, the Oompa <laughs> brand, orange, baby. <laughs> orange, green hair. <laughs> Very Donald Trump. Oh. <laughs> Let's not get on that subject. <laughs> That's a time for when we're feeling spicier. <laughs> I feel like I need to be drunk. <laughs> oh, God. I need to be drunk. Yeah. Um, gay expectations after dark. Oh, my gosh. Oh, come on, spin off. I can, I can, I can get behind that one. <laughs> <laughs> just, once a, just once a week. <laughs> once a week, have a little drink. A little drinky poo. We could do it at a gay bar. Oh, come on, live show. <gasps> a live show? Ooh. Guys, you're here in the development phases. Oh, baby. Okay. Ooh. Gay Expectations live show. Mm-hmm. We do four acts, and in between all of them is a drag set. Ooh. Or maybe just two acts. I don't know. Don't even need to complicate it. <laughs> you're the producer. <laughs> you know how long it takes to do things. You I know pretend how- to know. <laughs> <laughs> you have a better concept of time. <laughs> So, uh, we've talked about the nasty stuff. Mm-hmm. We've talked about Wendy's, <laughs> which is not nasty at all. I disagree, but I guess we'll never see eye to eye on this. Well, if you have... Okay, try the chicken sandwich. I have. What? It, it gives me the worst burps of any food I've ever had in my entire life. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of worth it, though, right? No. It's kind of worth... What, no, no. Like, what kind of burps? Like, it like, tastes like, like the it hurts, exact or? same coming up as it did going down. That's disgusting. <laughs> At What's first you're like, yeah, yeah, that's good. No, it's bad. Oh, bye, Martin. <laughs> Messing up my sound. Um, I feel like th- I have, there's one food for me that I love, but if I make it a certain way, it always gives me the worst gas, like painful, crippling gas. Mm-hmm. And it's pea soup. Oh, I love pea soup. See, I love it. I love making it. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'll make it in the crock pot because it's just like so easy to dump it and go. But when you make it in the crock pot, then you can't like um, scoop out the scum that comes up off of the peas, and that's what kind of makes you gassy. Okay. So when you eat it, then all of that stuff is still in there, and it is it hurts so bad. Like I'll have leftover pea soup, and I'm looking at it in the fridge, and I'm like. Is it worth it? It is. <laughs> like a I... tear falls down my, my cheek. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, how long how long would you say after you eat it are you in pain? Like, how, what's the, like, grace period after you eat it? I don't know, like an hour. Okay, perfect. Let's <laughs> make some pea soup sometime. Eat it. Record the pod. <laughs> Once our stomach starts hurting, we won't even have to set a timer. Once our stomach starts hurting, we're like, okay, that's it. That's the end of the episode. Or we record it while we're in pain, and it's like hot ones, but with, <laughs> but with gas. <laughs> yeah. 
Yes, you're, you are hearing a live brainstorming <laughs> session. This is literally exactly what our brainstorming sessions sound like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just a little unhinged. A little chaotic. Always. Like, what if, what if we hurt ourselves? <laughs> what if we cause ourselves pain intentionally? Like, that's what artists are, I guess. Do it for the pod, baby. Artists say, hmm, what's an interesting way to do this? Perhaps... Pain. (laughs) Inflicting pain on myself. (laughs) Artists are so crazy. Like, I know you say we should probably stop saying that word, but some of them are, like, actually crazy. Like... Yeah. Um... Yeah. Who's the... There's one who I... Your partner definitely knows who this is. Um, but now I'm totally spacing on the word... On his name. So he had, like, um, like a hundred umbrellas or something in his room, like, in his house when they found him. Or when okay. they went to his room after he was dead. He only wore, like, all white suits. We he, love a brand. He always walked backwards with his head turned all the ways around, or as far back around as he could, I guess. It's giving owl. He only ate white foods, like, the mold off of fruit. Oh, okay. And yeah. There. <laughs> There's the turning he, point. He had, like, a very specific eating schedule, like, down to the minute. It was like, uh, like I'll have lunch from 12.13 to 12.15 or something. And you're like, what? How are you eating lunch that fast? And also, why at 12.13? I can't remember all the specifics now. And I'm completely forgetting his name. Um, but he's so wacky. But some of his music is, like, the most beautiful... Oh, he's like a musical artist. Yeah, he's a composer, a French composer. Oh, okay, okay. Um, hang on, let me let me do a quick Google. I saw you were pulling up mm-hmm. the thing. What what would you like to chat about next? Okay, um, so I've got a couple questions for you. Please. Just some icebreakers. Um, so Nicole and I are new friends. New friends. The first time we ever had a conversation was on uh, Nicole's radio show, Something Sapphic. Yes. On CKDU. And we really hit it off. We did. And within moments of arriving home, Nicole texted me like, ha ha ha, what if we had a podcast? Wink. And I was like, I see what you're doing. You're soft asking me if you want to start a podcast, which has been one of my dreams since I've been just a small boy. (laughs) Just a wee little lad. (laughs) Because I have been listening to podcasts since I was 14. I'm 30 now. So, this is back before podcasts were even, like, a huge thing. Mm -hmm. It was uh, The Leaky Cauldron, which was a Harry Potter podcast. (laughs) And I listened to that every week. I listened to every episode. Like, I would listen to the same episode every day. Oh, what? Until a new one came out. (laughs) And that's on Autism Baby. (laughs) It really is, isn't it? Where was I going with this? Um, You had a question. Oh, and we're new friends. Yes. We're new friends. New friends. And we've been really hitting it off, but we don't know each other super well yet. No. So we both have like a list of icebreakers we that do. we'll be popping in and out of for the next couple episodes. Definitely. Um, as we uh, transition through the topics. <laughs> now, um, if you could have an unlimited supply of one food for the rest of your life, what would it be? Ooh, that's a good question. Like something you'd never get sick of. Does it make me sound like, <laughs> oh no, ah, does it make me sound like, not a bad person, but does it make me sound insane if I say craft Dinner? No. I feel like I love craft Dinner so much, and I don't want to apologize for that. Do not. <laughs> I am such a fan of processed foods. Oh, I hate it. They're like I love so it, but I hate it. consistent. They're, they're, you always know what you're going to get. True. Uh, as I mentioned last week, Mr. Noodles. Mm. Ooh, she loves mm-hmm. Mr. Noodles. 
Um, Fair. So craft dinner. I feel like craft dinner is really up there. Um, there's also like a few other meals. I always love chicken noodle soup. Mm, yeah. That's like a or, and like pea soup too. Mm-hmm. Although a niche answer I would give is moose meat. Because Slay. right now I'm out of moose meat and uh-huh. I'm so sad about it because I love making like moose soup and moose Ooh. stew um, or just like frying it up and kind of having it like a sandwich because mm-hmm. you can just like add a little bit of gravy or uh, add a little bit of like flour into the the mix or mm-hmm. whatever and the water and then it's like a really nice gravy. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so good. It's like eating beef without like the guilt of factory farming. Okay, fair. You know? Uh-huh. Because like you don't eat beef, right? I don't eat pork. Right, okay, yeah. Um, just because, like, I, because of Charlotte's Web, mm-hmm. when I was a kid, um, I was, like, obsessed with Charlotte's Web, and I learned how smart pigs are. Like, pigs are about as intelligent as, like, a six-year-old kid. Okay, like, yeah. Or a four-year-old kid, mm-hmm. one of those. And I'm like, oh, God, <laughs> that and, I can't handle. And they're so cute. And they have, like, emotional intelligence, yes. too, right? Yeah. yeah. So my brother and his partner, they have pig. It's oh, so like a little house pig. It's not. It's not little. No, it's a quote unquote mini pig. But there's no such thing. Exactly. Yeah. Um, his name is Tonto. Tonto. Um, is that from like an anime? Tonto? I think he had the name when they adopted him. I maybe I'm thinking of Totoro. I think I'm thinking of Totoro. I know nothing about anime, so I have <laughs> I no idea. <laughs> That's why it's hard. Let's call the hand. Tonto, or is that from the Lone Ranger? That rings a bell. We'll check it on the break. We'll check it. So my, the food that I would have an unlimited supply of, I think would be in the same vein. I would probably go for Mr. Noodles. Really? And I am a big fan of Mr. Noodles. Mm. Different flavors. Specifically like spicy chicken. Mm. It varies wildly from (laughs) spicy beef. I will not eat spicy beef. Because I, the entire time, I'm just wishing it tasted more like spicy chicken. You know? Yeah, I know what you mean. But... Have you ever had the mushroom Mr. Noodles? No. Do like not. I said, I only really have like the no-name version of Mr. Like the, literally the cheap version of Mr. Noodles. Mm-hmm. But only because I think it actually, I like the taste better. Yeah, the creaminess. Mm. The mushroom Mr. Noodles taste like if you just took plain Mr. Noodles with no seasoning and dumped like really cheap gravy on it. Gravy and ramen noodles. Interesting. Not it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely a choice. For sure. Yeah, okay, good to know. I like how this, it was like gay expectations, but now it's like, this is the food that we have beef with. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? Work. <laughs> okay. Um, oh, so you grew up in Enfield. Mm-hmm. I was going to ask you, what is a go-to hangout place in Enfield? Where did you go when you had nowhere to go? <laughs> so uh, in my teens, I lived in Lance, which, so... All through my childhood, grew up in East Hance, which was like Enfield to Milford. Sure. Um, it's just like a very skinny, long community that just like stretches <laughs> for like a 45 minute drive. But like. That's a ve- long drive. But it's one. very thin. Yeah. So it's called like the corridor. Oh. So okay. we all go to the same school. So some people have like a 45 minute drive to school, <laughs> which is nuts. Why don't um, they just put it in the middle? Yeah, you'd think, eh? <laughs> the middle school and the high school are both at the very end. And everyone goes, yeah, strange. Hmm. But when I was a teen, I lived in Lance, and there was nothing in Lance. It was a big, big old subdivision, and we had one convenience store, one pizza shop, 
And then when we were feeling spicy, we would do the hour-long walk to McDonald's, where we would walk behind my house to the highway, walk <laughs> along the highway down to Elmsdale, and then get McDonald's and hang out there for like three hours. <laughs> what? <laughs> but these days, there's a little bit more to do. Mm-hmm. Not There's not a whole lot to do, but there's a cute little cafe called the Cup of Soul Cafe. Oh, that sounds so cute. It is. It's so cozy. Um, it's delicious. Their food and coffee is absolutely delicious. So anybody near, if you ever find yourself in Elmsdale, please go to Cup of Soul. All right. Um, another place, I, I worked at Shooters, and the people at Shooters are lovely. Is that a bar? It's a bar, yeah. And it's like pool. Like what else could it pool be? Pool shooters, not like gun <laughs> right. shooters. I thought, I, thought, I thought like the uh, oh. shots. Oh, when wow. you said Shooters. I just, Maybe. I, just, I thought you meant shots. Maybe that's what it's about, because uh, there's no pool tables. <laughs> work in nightlife (laughs) (laughs) oh the shock going through my body right now oh my god yeah it's definitely about like do shots shooters as in shots yeah wow you learn something new every day you really do huh yeah and shooters now we know is a great place to go in Enfield Mm mm-hmm yep (laughs) all right so why don't we stop there for a second? We're going to take a little bit of a break, but we'll see you guys again very soon. So don't leave. Please don't leave. Don't we disappear if you, if you leave. <laughs> All right, everybody. Welcome back. We had a nice little break. We watched some Trixie and Katya. So nice. (laughs) Had some popcorn. Had a little popcorn. Some leftover popcorn. (laughs) Mm. Mm -mm -mm. I ran out of a Ziploc freezer bag. (laughs) Delish. (laughs) It was actually really good, though. (laughs) I really liked it. Um, Yeah, Trixie and Katya. Powerhouses, huh? The the queens. The queens. The queens. Mm -hmm. Do you find that any of the people who, like... Maybe come to see your shows. Are ever like trying to compare you to other like famous um, rule girls at all, or anything like that? Are there any straight girls who are like, yes, queen? Oh, sometimes <laughs> I love it. I like any sort of positivity like that. I mm-hmm. I, I get it. I I, <laughs> I, 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 I I love it. Yeah. Um, but I guess my drag isn't exactly what you would see on Drag Race. Mm. So I think me, I don't, I, I don't get compared in that way very often. Uh, there's not many girls that they're showing their chest hair. And I'm, my drag is very like non-binary, gender fluid. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd say 70% of the time I present very femme. Um, or at least somewhat femme. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think those comparisons are usually reserved for... The queens who are very queeny, uh, mm. which like gorgeous. Um, it's just not not my drag. <laughs> um, what was your first exposure to drag? Like, how did you become interested in it? Well, it's it's a layered story, mm-hmm. I guess, because I think the first time I ever saw someone like quote air quotes cross dressing mm-hmm. was probably a David Bowie music video for Boys Keep Swing- Swinging, mm-hmm. um, and I was like. I don't think I clocked it right away that it mm-hmm. was still him when mm-hmm. it, he was coming out on the runway. I, I don't think I fully understood it. Um, and then, like, until, like, he would take the wig off. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, 
That's David Bowie. Not wig smash. <laughs> so it might be that music video plus like a little bit, I guess, Frankenfurter in mm-hmm. Rocky Horror Picture Show because mm-hmm. that like absolutely blew my mind. Yeah. When I first saw that, I was so attracted to Frankenfurter. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was like, oh my god, <laughs> I, this man in this makeup mm-hmm. with those heels. <laughs> I I saw Rocky Horror when I was a kid, mm-hmm. and I I guess not until right now didn't make the link between that and drag. Mm. Um, but yeah, you're right. Like, that's very draggy. Oh, yeah. Um, and then another exposure I had to drag that I didn't even realize was drag was in high school. I played Angel in Rent, mm-hmm. who is a gender nonconforming character, um, dressed up in, like, a Santa dress, and it's very, very draggy, and I was in drag. Yeah. And I remember thinking, I wish I could do this all the time. If only there was a way I could keep doing this. <laughs> and then 10 years went by and then I was like, wait, I can. I can do it. <laughs> I think like when I first really understood like, or I heard about what it was as a concept, and I don't think it was something I ever really talked about in my circles, I guess, until I came here for university. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was going on like my very first gay dates and people were like, you haven't seen Drag Race? Mm-hmm. Like, how are you gay? And I was like, come on, man. <laughs> I'm just here in this restaurant. <laughs> I'm just trying to eat my chicken strips. <laughs> Not and, the chicken strips. And so I went home one like after some date, and I tried watching the first episode of season one, and I just couldn't. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, oh yeah. God, this, I can't deal with this. And then I never tried again for years. And then I finally started dating Emma, mm-hmm. my fiancé, and um, yeah, she is a big fan, was like... Started watching it, I think, when season seven started mm-hmm. airing, but had like seen everything up to that, oh. and then was like, okay, now season seven is airing, and then mm-hmm. was able to watch it live. I think it was seven, it might be six, um, I can't remember now, um, and she was trying to get me to watch it for a while, and I was like, I don't think so, I'm not really that interested in mm-hmm. that, um, and then the pandemic happened, and she was watching season 12 at that point, mm-hmm. and... We were in the same room all the time, so when they had their laptop open, mm-hmm. and then I would just like kind of glance over and look at it, and be like, "Yeah, okay, I'm I'm very entertained by all moving pictures." Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and eventually, I kind of started having like comments or opinions right. on yeah. like runways and stuff. And then I went back and watched all of season twelve. And then Emma got me to start with season five mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. of Drag Race and then work my way up from there, except we didn't... Yeah, so st- we went five, six, All-Stars 2, mm-hmm. maybe, then seven... No, no, seven, then All-Stars 2. Okay. And then, like, watch, you know, watched... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? I... <laughs> I'm it's so gay. I'm like I'm like chromatically. Like, <laughs> what's the chronologically? Oh okay. my god! I have no idea what you were going for. I was like I was like chromatica. <laughs> we watch it chromatically. My name is not Alice. <laughs> and so yeah, now I'm I, I I keep watching it. To be honest, I don't even love it that much. No, I but I I have to watch it. Yeah, like it's there, and I'm like, well, better better go see what they're up to this week. I, <laughs> I'll just be, like, playing on my Switch mm-hmm. for most of it, but... 
Yeah, I know what you mean by, like, not really liking it, but continuing to watch it. Because I have a complaint about every episode while Pretty it's airing. Much. Yeah. But if we didn't have it, if I had to go, like, a month without watching any Drag Race, I would be sorely missing it. So I need to remember that it's, like, it's a blessing that we're drowned in so much Drag Race. Mm-hmm. Do you ever watch, like, the international seasons? Oh, yeah. Oh, yes, yes, like yes. Like, all of them? Or not just... all of them. I've watched... Uh, my favorite international season is season two of Thailand. Really? Yes. I haven't seen any Thailand. I really recommend it. It's completely different than any of the American ones or even like UK and stuff. Uh, not completely different. It's still the same general format, mm-hmm. but the culture plays a big part in it. Um, the references that don't necessarily come through that I didn't really pick up on the first time I watched it. Because um, I started watching it and gave up. But then on Reddit, they were like, this is the best season. I was like, Reddit's always right. Not true. Well. (laughs) Reddit is not always right. But Reddit's always right. So yeah, it's uh, a... I really recommend you give it a watch. Hmm. Um, And then I I haven't watched France, or I haven't started Belgique yet. Um, No, me neither. Because isn't Nikki Doll doing France? I think so, yeah. And then Rita Vega is doing... Yeah. Rita Vega. Yeah. Vega. (laughs) Rita Vega. Um... (laughs) Rita Baga is doing Belgique, mm-hmm. which is just so cool. Mm-hmm. Even Come on, Canada. Yeah, like, even though she's Canadian, so yeah. I don't know why they're getting her to do it. I think it's just French. I guess. I, I guess, yeah. French. Do they speak French in Belgium? Mm-hmm. Okay. Work. <laughs> Imagine, like, Rita Baga's, like, secretly been... Bel... Bel... Belgic? Been Belgium? Be- <laughs> <laughs> she been... been no. Bel- Belgic? I don't know. Let us know, listeners. What do you call, what do you call someone from Belgium? <laughs> Just don't call them late to dinner. <laughs> so have you seen the big queens when they've come to Halifax? Like, who have you seen? I honestly haven't seen many of the big ones. Um, prob- I think the biggest one I've seen is Silky. Mm-hmm. Um, not That's not meant to be any, anything. Not a double entendre. Yeah, no, that was not supposed to be a pun, but I realized how it could be seen as such. I saw Silky... The day or the night that I got engaged, mm-hmm. because That's Emma special. Emma set up this whole surprise thing with all of our friends and family mm-hmm. um, at a little speakeasy that I'm not even sure still exists. A okay, queer speakeasy. Ooh. Um, and we were dressed as Magenta and Columbia right. uh, from Rocky Horror, so that was really fun. And I like I remember walking in and be like, "Oh my gosh, there's Dean and Mitch and Paige," and and I was like. What what is everyone doing? And I was like, oh no, <laughs> it's happening! <laughs> and it was so fun. And then yeah, after that we went to go see Silky, mm-hmm. and that was so cool. Such great performers yes. all around. Oh my god, she's so amazing. And that was my first time I saw X, uh, the performer. Oh, X. X is so cool. Oh my god, and that was my first exposure to any sort of like non-binary drag. Mm-hmm. And X is a huge inspiration to my drag. Like, I mm-hmm. love everything they do. They're lovely, yeah. and also El Noir. Mm-hmm. beautiful gorgeous amazing performer uh, no performer has given me the level of chills that i get when i see l perform yeah l is amazing i think i first saw l the first time i went to pride at the bipop mm-hmm. showcase mm-hmm. um which is honestly probably the best part of drag every year is that yeah. bipop showcase have you been i haven't i've had to work every time oh. every time the bipop showcase happens no. but i will not be working this time i am <laughs> I am blocking off that day because I've heard wonderful things. It's incredible. That's where I met Teo for the first oh, time. Oh yeah, Teo's well. lovely. Um, was right after that, um, after that show because uh, they performed in it. Mm-hmm. 
And I think, yeah, Eleanor performed in that one. I'm trying to remember who else was there. It was just a few years ago, so I don't really remember mm -hmm. that specific one. But now, Pride, is that even happening in Halifax this year? I think it is. I know there was a big controversy, controversy, <laughs> sorry, um, and I'm not even fully clear on what happened, so I'm not able to speak to it. Yeah, me neither. But I think the last communication was they're not dissolving Halifax Pride and that they're looking to move forward. So that's encouraging. Hopefully we've got Halifax Pride on the go for the <laughs> summer because that is my favorite part of the year. Um, yeah. I remember the first Pride I went to, I was wearing, I have like these fake Birkenstocks mm -hmm. and the parade was, it was so hot that day. So this is probably- I know which one you're talking about. Well, yeah. 2022 or one? No, 2020 then. I think it was, yeah. Yeah, it would have been 2020 because 2021 was when the pandemic started, right? 2020 was the pandemic, so I think it was 2019. Oh my god, I have no concept of time. I know. Oh god, and it's 2023. Yeah, because I don't think there was a festival in 2020. And if there was, it no, was... No, it was 2020 that it started, wasn't it? Jeez, so yeah, then 2019 was that parade. And it was so hot. My feet got so badly blistered. Oh no! I had to like hobble, I had to like hobble to Spring Garden Road mm -hmm. to the Shoppers Drug Mart. Mm -hmm. And literally, like, buy band like, they brought me band-aids there, and wow. I pay for them after. Just, like, like the blister, like, huge blister pack. Like, I could barely walk. Work. It was so big. <laughs> I was having so much fun, except for that part. Like, we got home, and then we immediately just, like, we both just, like, got into the, the cold mm -hmm. bath. Because we were, like, probably, like, suffering from heat. Absolutely. Like heat, heat stroke? Yeah. Is that, what, mm -hmm. is that what they call it? We were delirious. Mm -hmm. But like we had a great time. That was the first time we actually said I love you to each other. Oh, I know. Right? What a special time. Gay. So gay. Saying I love you for the first time at Halifax Pride. Mm -hmm, that's cute. Except technically the first time we said it was me saying it by accident over when we were FaceTiming once. And I just kind of like pretended it didn't happen. Because <laughs> it was too soon. <laughs> but I was like, like just, you know, you're like, oh, I love you. You know? It's like, ah, ha, ha, ha. Yeah, the first time I told Sahand I loved him was also an accident. It was... Okay, let me rewind a bit. So Sahand and I met um, the first summer of 2020. The first summer of the pandemic. Right, yes. Um, which we talked about briefly earlier. And it was a weird time with, like, can you kiss? Probably not. <laughs> you, you should meet outside, etc. So I'm a quick mover in relationships. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, I like this one. I know what I want. Let's just lock it in. And we had hung out maybe three times. And I was like, hey, like, do you want to be my boyfriend? Because mm. we had a beautiful connection. And Sahan laughs and giggles nervously. And he's like, oh, no. <laughs> and I just sat there on his couch, just like fully just like, you got to be kidding me. Like, I, how did I read the signal so wrong? Just like looking for an excuse to leave. No. And I was just pretending to be okay. And I went home and it was fine. But then, like, we talked a bit about it later, and he was like, I'm not, it's not that I don't want to be your boyfriend, it's just previous history with me, like, I don't want to rush into anything, I'm fully on board with you. Um, and then, a week later, he asked me to be his boyfriend by setting me on a scavenger hunt around his apartment. Stop it. That is Unfortunately, so <gasps> that night, I was working in a bar, and it was wing night. Somebody had gotten sick, to put it delicately, in the urinal. And there was chicken bones in there. Then he sends me on the scavenger hunt, which ends behind his toilet. 
So he, I told him this story about the chicken bones, and he was like, oh, actually, uh, let's not do the scavenger hunt. And I was like, no, let's do it. Because I knew what he was doing. Yeah. And then he was, and then at the end, he was like, will you be my boyfriend? And then I was like, yes, of course. And we had a lovely night. And then I had to drive home. And then he walks me to my car, and I hug him, and I kiss him. And I was like, love ya. <gasps> oh, just, I say yeah. love ya to all my friends. Yeah. And then I was just like, oh, I didn't mean, no, I, no. Uh, uh, <laughs> and then he goes, ah. we like laughed about it, but yeah. And then we said, I love you for real, probably like. Two months later. Quick movers. Mm, he's so lovely. He is. He's so precious. Yes. Ugh. He's actually leaving for Toronto in a couple hours. Yes. And oh. so we both do our stuff from home. We mm -hmm. both, so we both, we're both artists. We work from home. So we're around each other all the time. And we do not get sick of each other. We, um, we, we have our arguments here and there, but it's never caused by yeah. being together too much. Exactly. So, uh, we're both very like, because uh, we're, we depend on each other a lot and we love, we provide a lot of comfort to each other, you know, mm. probably going through a similar thing with Emma right oh, now. so much. I hate being here all by myself. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, well, what do I do now? <laughs> yeah. The guy up, like, does anybody want to come over? Anybody yeah. want to come spend the night? Like, I'm coming, baby. Anybody want to snuggle <laughs> in my bed right now, please? Because I, I crave skin to skin contact. <laughs> and I'll just like be petting Martin and just be like, oh, he's so warm. And then he's like, please get off of me. <laughs> I hate everything about this. <laughs> yeah. Gays who are fast movers. I, yep. We officially moved in together less than a year of dating. Mm -hmm. um, but Evan was just like always at my apartment before that. So, like, we started, we officially were, like, partners in, on July 5th, and then, so that was July 5th, 2019, mm -hmm. and then we officially moved in together May 1st of 2020. Okay. So, but, I mean, she had basically been living with us since March, mm -hmm. and was always in my apartment, like, mm -hmm. basically since, from July to March anyway, um, because um, we had, like, a nicer apartment, I guess, mm -hmm. and Martin was there, so. Right. We're always hanging out wherever the mm -hmm. cat goes. <laughs> oh, oh my goodness. I'm so sorry. Uh, I miss sometimes being so young mm -hmm. when things just felt so, you know. Can you remind the listeners how old you are? <laughs> <laughs> I'm 23. <laughs> but I feel like being 19. Mm -hmm. There is uh, a big difference. I like will have a couple glasses of Moscato and mm -hmm. in the morning just be like groggy. Where before, I was drinking a ridiculous amount, mm -hmm. and I didn't even feel drunk. Yeah. Ugh. Wait, I, I'm sure there's people older than me listening to me being like, you're only 30, but wait till you hit 30. I don't the, want to. The day, the day I hit 30, my <laughs> body said, Goodbye. <laughs> you have a two drink maximum, or you're hungover the next day. Oh god, and you're a drag queen. And I'm a drag queen, yes. So like, <laughs> come on, I'm like, what are you supposed to do with that? Um... <laughs> Yeah, it was so crazy when we met in um, the drag brunch. Because mm -hmm. I remember, it was so weird, too. Like, the second I saw you, I was like, hmm. <laughs> I feel like there's something happening there. <laughs> I, like, as soon as you came out, I was like, like, watch it. I feel like I was watching you closer than the other ones mm -hmm. for a reason I couldn't exactly understand yet. A connection, baby. Ah. Oh my god. Oh, oh, I am so sad I didn't get to come to your gender funk. Ooh! Uh, but I thought the videos were gorgeous. It's so fun. Your wigs are so nice. Thank you! Like, they they look so good. Thank you! That's so oh kind. Oh my gosh, like... Because I'd say the thing about my drag that I'm most unconfident or not confident with is my wigs. Really? Yeah, I, I... 
I can't figure out how to style them. I feel like yours always look like the silkiest and the Thanks. like straightest and the smoothest. Thanks. Whenever of all the queens I've seen in Halifax. That's no offense to the other Halifax queens, but I feel like your wigs have been the best that I've seen. Thanks, babe. It means a lot. And I'm not just saying that. Um, my new drag, uh, my new drag kid, I guess. Um, uh, Fiona Fawcett is actually a hairstylist. So I'm hoping that they can teach me a bit about styling wigs because the last time I tried to style a wig, I put the wig on my little wig head mm -hmm. and I was in a really, really, really bad mood. And I was just desperately... <laughs> just punched it in the face. Literally. The really? And I am not somebody who has like violent outbursts, but I was like really, I was feeling very autistic that day and the wig was not wigging. And I just like, without even thinking, just squared up with this wig head and I punched her right in the face. Sam came home and there was a, the wig was still on the wig head and she was just on the floor. I just <laughs> imagine like a fist imprint. In the wig head. <laughs> oh my god. No. I was joking when I said a punch in the face. I know. I didn't think it'd be real. <laughs> I did a similar thing with my sewing machine a couple days ago. You can punch your sewing machine. That would hurt. Yeah, I did. So, rewind a bit. I started taking magnesium supplements. I've heard good things about those. So did I. But then... Um, so don't, don't take your magnesium supplements when you wake up. Mm. Because they, depending on the formula and depending on your body, they can be a sleep aid. Which made, it made me very lethargic. It made me so tired and I'm a sleepy person anyway. Mm -hmm. I'm not a morning person. I'm barely an afternoon person. So when I was waking up feeling gross, taking magnesium and then just useless for two weeks, this is when this all happened was in the two week period of magnesium. Mm -hmm. And I told my doctor and she was like, Oh no, 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 honey. No, honey. <laughs> Sometimes you'll feel groggy when you wake up after taking it at night. So like, yeah. So I stopped and I've been feeling a lot better and a lot more myself. <laughs> Well, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> so when should people take magnesium supplements then? Do you know? I'm just not, uh, I'm not. Just not uh, me, you say? <laughs> don't ask for medical advice from me, baby. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, that's a thing. I feel like I'll see someone on TikTok be mm -hmm. like, oh my God, do you suffer from this, this, and this? Why don't you try this? And I'm like, okay. <laughs> Same. Like, have you seen Community? No, I haven't. I watched the first uh, episode like 20 times. You gotta, okay, anyway, um, it is a brilliant show, mm -hmm. um, they're always kind of poking fun at something in pop culture, mm -hmm. I feel like the first episode, it's just like, you know, setting it up, like, huh, kooky cast of characters, mm -hmm. they're all so different at this community college, mm -hmm. but then it'll be like, there'll, it'll be like a war documentary about one person building a pillow fort and one other person building a blanket fort and how they're expanding their territories through the school <laughs> like it's it's so ridiculous mm -hmm. all like it's so camp okay i'll like, give it a chance you've got to get but anyway i think it's in like the last season where they're talking about guerrilla marketing and like mm -hmm. someone was guerrilla marketing like a brand of car mm -hmm. on campus and when they met the dean um played by i think josh rad <laughs> they call him a level seven susceptible <laughs> Me. Me. <laughs> ever, since, ever since we saw that, that's what Emma keeps calling me. I'm so bad for that. Like, I love... You know what I used to do for fun? Mm. It's like watching Amazon 
like YouTube videos where there people are like, these are some like ten things that I think like kitchen finds from Amazon, and I'll just be like watching and being like, click. Need that, need that, need that. Oh, God, it's bad. Like, I was so close to buying cereal, like those cereal dispensers. Mm-hmm. I don't even eat cereal. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't. You can start. You can start. I'm like, this is when I'll like cereal. This is. Pa- pause the recording. Go by. <laughs> I have no counter space. I do not eat cereal, but I'm like, what about a cereal dispenser for the apartment? It would be so cute. That feels needed. Yeah. I think I need that. Mm-hmm. I do the same thing. <laughs> I just, I, I had to take my credit card off of Amazon because A, Amazon, fuck, nope, nope. <laughs> like, Jeff Bezo- Bezos, not great. Let's we, call him Bezos. Bezos. Um, Bezos. Yeah, Amazon is the bad place. We don't like them. So I had to take my credit card off because I was just like, dopamine hunting. Oh. You know, when you're just like, you need, your, your brain is just like, you need to do something. And it feels good to buy shit. Mm-hmm. And Amazon is so easy. Yeah. But I've, I've, I've divorced Amazon. I think I'll get there one day. I haven't really bought much from there lately. Um, we get Martin's litter through there, mm-hmm. like the subscribe and save. Oh. So that's like the one mm-hmm. constant that we have. That's the thing. It's like, I know that buying from Amazon is not great, mm-hmm. but also I'm kind of poor. Yeah. And it's like sometimes the only option for things like that. Um, I love Facebook marketplace. That mm-hmm. I am so bad for marketplace. Yeah. And I'm one of those people. I'm not proud of it. But I am one of those people who's like, hi. No. Is this still available? No. And then they're like, yes. And then you ghost? And then I and then I delete myself from <laughs> life. <laughs> Blocked. <laughs> like it's like I needed to know. And then as soon as I knew it was available, I was like, like immediately I have this feeling in my body, like, do not talk to them again. <laughs> I don't I don't try to do it, but it happens so much. I love your honesty. You're so brave to share that with us. <laughs> You're brave about Wendy's. <laughs> Thank you. I'm brave about being um, Facebook marketplace, a marketplace ghoster. Ghoster. <laughs> uh, and I hate that. I hate that. I, I. But to be honest, I was kind of the same on Tinder too. Oh no. I was oh, like, it wasn't. I feel like I was ghosted and ghosted mm-hmm. on Tinder, like just like swiping through and like getting messages and then being like, "That mm, nah, I'm good." But I wouldn't unmatch. I would just kind of leave it there. Mm-hmm. You never know. <laughs> you know what my strategy on Tinder was what? back when I was on Tinder? Because I get just so angry when I get ghosted on Tinder. Just because it feels so just like, then why did you start talking to me? So if it's somebody I'm like really interested in and we've been talking for a couple of days, I'll go find them. I'll ask them for the social media. I'll go, I'll go to their house. <laughs> And then bring the conversation to social media. And then if there's a lull in your conversation, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Because you can do, you like each other's posts and the conversation can come back. But with Tinder, once it ends, it's done. Mm-hmm. And then it feels desperate to double text. You know what I mean? So that yeah. was my probably very autistic strategy for Tinder. There was a guy on there that I matched with like six times. Mm-hmm. And we would always talk every time. Mm-hmm. We never met up. Not even once. Yep. Uh, yeah, I have many people. Like, we would make, like, brief, vague plans mm-hmm. that would never happen. I don't know what the hell's going on there, but I actually, Emma kept ghosting me. I think I told you this. Emma mm-hmm. ghosted me the first time mm-hmm. that we matched on Tinder, and then 
the second, once we matched again and she was being really slow to respond, I was like, what's your problem, man? <laughs> Why don't you answer me? <laughs> you act all interested in that I don't hear from you forever. Um, so maybe that's some advice. If someone is being unresponsive, what's the worst that could happen? If they're already not answering you, just be like, hey, what's going on? Oh, and Martin agrees. <laughs> Martin agrees. Thank you, Martin. Thanks for that little, um, that scream. Your we input is always valued. Martin and Emma didn't like each other oh. when we started dating. They had a little bit of a feud. I don't believe it. No, every time Emma would come and, like, spend the night, Martin would just on the floor. <laughs> that is a, like, very obvious sign. Yeah. I mean, he had already been having some issues. He used to have a lot of litter issues. Same. <laughs> <laughs> I think it just had to do with maybe how the litter box was set up mm -hmm. and everything. Like, he's so much better now where he's got that cabinet. Mm -hmm. um, you might not have even noticed it. It's where no, he eats. The, like, where he was sitting mm -hmm. to eat his, like, his litter's in that. Oh, wow. Yeah, my dad built it. Cool. Flex, right? <laughs> and, yeah, I just, like, would assume that a cat wouldn't like that, but no. it seems to be working good. He loves it. Amazing. I think he likes that um, he's covered, like, no one can see him. Mm -hmm. Like a little cave. Yeah. A bush cat. <laughs> they say there's two kinds of cats, bush cats and tree cats. Do they? But Martin seems to like his cat castle. Oh, my gosh, Martin. This is... He loves you. I love I, I don't know if I've ever seen him take to someone this quickly before. Let me take a picture really quick while this is happening. Oh, Martin. Martin, um, send us a message at Gay Expectations HFX if you think Martin should be our mascot. Absolutely. Because he's so cute. Oh, he's precious. He's also recently lost, like, four pounds. Skinny? Right? He used to be 18.45 pounds, and now he's 14 point something. I think 0.7 maybe. So maybe a little under four. Health freak. Right? Switch them to wet food. <laughs> if you want your cats to not be obese, mm -hmm. <laughs> switch them to wet food for a little bit. Do you find it's more expensive? Um, we have to buy it more frequently, but I don't know if it's more expensive. Because we have been buying him weight loss food for okay. a while, like $60 a bag weight loss Ooh. food from the vet. Mm -hmm. That just didn't seem to be doing anything because it was kibble, mm -hmm. right? Um, so I guess just like kibble in general is just not the tea. So yeah, what food? We get him the like petites, so they're already pre-portioned. Mm -hmm. You just kind of snap them in half. It's probably worse for the planet though, but... But at least now my cat's thin, so... Well, not thin, but... Healthy. He's healthy. Um, so Penny has... Uh, like, she has to have special diet. I don't even remember what it's called. She has, to, like, a UTI diet or something. Oh. Yeah, so if she eats sad. food that has a high ash content or something... Ash? I don't know. Pokemon? I'm making <laughs> shit up right now. <laughs> she gets She gets sick, so we have to be very careful with her food. We finally found one that the vet was like, yes, let's stay on this. She's got her little automatic cat feeder. Yeah, it's so cute. Her god. I am the automatic cat feeder. <laughs> he just screams at me until I feed him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, guys, it's like pretty much an hour, so we've got to wow. wrap it up. I know. Can you believe? Okay, let's let's end on one question. Sure. Let, okay, what is your most used emoji? And follow up, if you could add your own emoji, what would it be? Okay, my most used, I think it's, like, the crying emoji, to be honest. Like, <laughs> like the two streams of okay, tears. Okay, yep. Um, I'm pretty sure. Let me, let me double check. 
Oh, apparently now it's the laughing crying. It goes back and forth between those mm-hmm. two, the laughing crying and the, the just regular crying. Because mm-hmm. I cry a lot. <laughs> if I could add an emoji, it would just be Martin. Martin's little face. There's basically an emoji of that. There is, too, but just, like, from the side. I want, like, his face. A side profile. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. Or maybe, do they have a pan flag on there? Oh, I, I doubt it. I they do. I think they have, like, a regular rainbow front mm-hmm. flag, but that's okay. <laughs> My most used emoji. <laughs> My most used emoji is the, like, birthday, like, with the streamer. Oh, uh, I mean, like, yes. woo! Because you can use it in, like, a thanks with the party emoji, or, like, asking somebody to do something. Like, hey, can you send me that promo pic for the poster with a... And it's just like, I'm being friendly, look at me, lol. You know what I mean? <laughs> or maybe a little sparkle, you know, the sparkle oh, emoji. I love the sparkle. Just trying to soften the blow when asking for things, you know? I like to put the sparkles around words. Yes. That's what yes, yes, yes. things do. <laughs> yeah. I think that's our hour. I think that's our hour, guys. This is so fun. I'm having a blast. I hope that you guys are enjoying listening. And yeah, please come on this journey with us as we learn and grow about podcasts and being gay who knows maybe we'll be straight by the end of this Ooh, maybe that would be a twist Ooh. straight expectations <laughs> at the end we just get married <laughs> <laughs> oh sorry martin oh that's that's okay he'll survive okay nicole where can we find you you can find me on instagram at nicole k19 um i go by nicole harris on there uh it's my mom's maiden name and then us at gay expectations hfx mm-hmm. and you and you can find me at diana.b.tees on Instagram, or you can go to my website, where'smyinsulin.gay. So, yeah, that's it. That's us for, for now. I hope you guys have had fun, and hopefully we'll be seeing you back next week. Hell yeah. Mwah. <laughs>